Gen Z and millennials are using public libraries more than their parents. And I have some January book picks. Welcome to Suri Reads. Gen Z and millennials are using public libraries both in person and digitally at higher rates compared to older generations, according to a new report released by the American Library Association, acronym being LALA. Authored by Kathy Behrens and Rachel Norda, both are of Portland State University. The report and survey data show that 54% of Gen Z and millennials visited a physical library within the previous 12 months. Of the 2,075 Gen Z and millennials surveyed in 2022 as a part of this uh report more than half who self-reported visiting a physical library said that they also borrow from a library's digital collection how fabulous is that the data also revealed younger americans distinct preference for physical versions of books this is amazing the survey uh the respondents to this survey uh read and bought an average twice as many print books per month as any other category. I love this. I love to hear it. Uh, Libraries are drawing even Gen Z and millennials who don't self-identify as readers, according to the survey conducted by Dr. Behrens and Dr. Norda. Um, More than half of the 43% who participated in this survey who were a part of either Gen Z or millennials who don't self-identify as readers admitted to having visited their local libraries within the past 12 months. And so I just want to like put something in here um, in response to the print, uh, uh, preferring print books. I made the decision near the end of last year and happy new year to everyone. uh, But I made the decision to, I had initially said, I'm just going to do physical copy books only for one thing because of AI um, there are people who are out here creating whole books using chat uh, what is it chat GPT or something like that and they're charging money for it and I just think that's just so unethical because if I wanted to like I can do that I can go on chat GBT GPT and say oh write a book about this you know I can do that myself I don't want to pay you money for something that you didn't create and so the one way that I realized after I made the executive decision at the time to just go with print books I was like well that eliminates For the most part, the whole chat GPT AI trying to infiltrate um, with these, I call them fraudulent books because you didn't write them yourself and you, you know, it's a whole thing. And so um, I was excited about that, but that wasn't actually the the prime reason why I had initially said, you know, I'm not going to go with the digital copies. I find that for me. 
print books, physical copy books are more effective. There's like, I, I don't even know, like, but it just feels like it, my brain just appreciates being able to turn the page, being able to see the progress, physically see the progress that I've made in the book with the bookmark. The bookmark was here yesterday and now it's further along in the book. It's just a whole thing for me. And um, I should probably look and see if that's actually like scientifically supported. But that is my personal experience. Now, of course, as someone who is getting into this publish, um, publishing sector, I'm starting to realize that ARCs, uh, it's, it, I can't just completely eliminate print books because there's a thing called ARCs and, you know, that is, um, kind of digital it's a digital thing and then I've connected with other things that are exclusively digital books so my dream of just having print books um and and just operating from that may not be a thing because you know if I want to read books ahead of their publication date it'll probably more than likely be a digital book but that's okay but I just really found that interesting um that the majority of Gen Z and millennials who were surveyed they preferred print books and it's like whoa this is awesome and so anyway back to the survey Dr. Barron's in response to the findings said libraries are popular among Gen Z and millennials even among self-identified non-readers Gen Z and millennials want and need the resources public libraries offer just as they flip between multiple media formats they also jump between modes of access libraries to bookstores to influencer posts to subscriptions and back again. Libraries are not a notable way Gen Z and millennials discover books. So if you have not been to a library since pre-COVID, you may want to dust off that library card. Some of you need to find that library card. And if you can't find it, just go to your local library. They are giving them away for the most part and get to checking out those books not just checking out books, but learning about the resources that libraries offer. There's one library, uh, it's the Palace Verde Library District, and they have this um, collaboration with, uh, oh, I forget the name of it, but it, like you can learn a language and you can use the library's account to learn said language for free. Whereas if you didn't have that library card, you probably have to pay for it. So there you have it. Resources are at your fingertips, but you got to get to your local library to take full advantage of them. the written word segments of the podcast today because it is the first week of January and I want to appreciate a few of the books that are making their debut this month and so in the spirit of all of that um, this is a new segment that um, I'm introducing and it's going to be the picks of the month so this month we are going to focus on five books that uh, come out 
this month in January. And so um, I'm just going to read from the description that the uh, publishing companies have provided and I will leave the links to um, so that you can learn more about them below. Uh, in the show notes, I should say, and I could probably, honestly, I'll leave the descriptions as well that I'm reading aloud in the show notes um, as well. And yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing for the rest of our time. So let's just get started. Um, the first January pick is the mail, the mayor of Maxwell Street, and that's by Avery Cunningham. It makes its debut at the end of this month, January 30th, 2024. And um, let me just read uh, what this book is about. It is the story of Nellie Sawyer, who is the daughter of the wealthiest Negro in America. Hers whose affluence affluence catapulted his family to the heights of black society. After the unexpected death of her only brother, Nellie becomes the premier debutante overnight. But Nellie has aspirations beyond social society, influence, and marriage. For the past year, she has worked undercover as an investigative journalist, sharing the achievements and tribulations of everyday black people living in the shadow of Jim Crow. Her latest assignment thrusts her into the den of a dangerous vice lord, the so-called mayor of Maxwell Street. Born in rural Alabama to a murdered biracial couple, couple Jay Shorey knows firsthand what it means to be denied of a chance. To be denied a chance at the American dream. When a tragic turn of fate gave Jay a rare path out, he took it without question. He washed up on Chicago's storied shores and forged his way to the top of the city's underworld, running Chicago's swankiest, uh, swankiest environment where the rich and famous rub elbows with gangsters and politicians alike. When Nellie's and Jay's paths cross, she recruits him to help expose the mayor and bring about lasting change in a corrupt city. But Jay also introduces a whole new world to Nellie, one where her horizons can extend beyond the confines of her ivory tower, trapped between the monolith of Jim Cork grow the inflexible world of the black upper class and the violence of prohibition era chicago jay and nelly work together and stoke the flames of a love worth fighting for i am so excited about this book because i have heard great things about it uh it started showing up on my radar i really want to say in november and when i heard about the storyline i was like where can I buy this book right now? And then I found out that it wasn't coming out until uh, this year. And so I am so excited. I will be the first one, not the first one, but I will be someone who definitely is in line to read this book. It's going to come out right on time um, for me. And so January 30th, 2024, The Mayor of Maxwell Street by Avery Cunningham. And then on to the next um, January pick, which is What Makes You Bloom? Cultivating a Practice for Connecting with Your Divine Self. And that is by, I'm sorry, I did not write that down here. It is by 
Kevin Miguel Garcia and it makes its debut on January 9th 2024 so that's actually in a few days um, and this book is a nonfiction book it is about um, I kind of want to believe it's about a spiritual awakening, but um, the description says, so many of us are leaving conservative faith traditions behind, rightly saying goodbye to toxic theology, bigotry, and harm. But in the process, we often lose our rhythm of gathering prayer and worship. We may even lose our sense of connection to God, and we think it's our fault. But spiritual coach, speaker, and podcaster Kevin Miguel Garcia is here with a reminder we don't need saving because we were never in danger we don't need to get found because we've never been lost everything we need to connect with the divine is already inside us what makes you bloom is a guide to creating your new spiritual practice after your life or faith has fallen apart when going to church praying and reading your bible just doesn't cut it or outright disturbs you this book will show you how to cultivate new meaningful spiritual practices like stillness presence breath and movement that will help you overcome the pain of your past and root yourself in the present through stories insights and guided meditations garcia explains how the goal of every spiritual practice should be about the attainment of peace about finding what truly makes you bloom along the way you will discover that the smallest changes in your life can bring about the biggest transformations and that a feeling of bliss is only a few breaths away i'm so stoked about this book because many experienced a spiritual awakening in 2020 and i you know it's it's one thing to experience a spiritual awakening um and it's quite another thing, though, like it's a thing of like, well, what happens after the awakening, you know, um, and many people end up going right back to the thing that they were released or delivered from or whatever you want to call it, because they're it's like, well, what next? And so I feel like this book is going to be helpful to people like I said, who are having an awakening and who have already had an awakening and they're kind of questioning, well, what is next? Uh, I'm stuck. Um, I feel like what makes you bloom can help you get unstuck by uh, Kevin Miguel Garcia. And it comes out on January 9th, 2024. And then the uh, next book on the list is Voyage of the Damned by Francis White. And make sure that you um, type in by Francis White because there are a lot of Voyages of the Damned books. And this book makes its debut on January 18th, 2024. And... The description reads, for a thousand years, Concordia has been able to maintain peace between its provinces protected by a well-known as a wall. I'm sorry, protected by a wall known as the bandage. I was like, that doesn't make sense. To mark this incredible feat, the emperor's ship embarks upon a 12-day voyage to the goddess's mountain. Aboard are the heirs of the 12 provinces of Concordia, each graced with a unique and secret magical ability known as 
a blessing. This is interesting. Except um, the class clown, slacker, and all-around uh, disappointment does not get with the program. When a beloved heir is murdered, everyone is a suspect. Stuck at sea and surrounded by powerful people without a blessing to protect him, odds of survival are slim for the class clown. But as the body, bodies pile higher, the class clown must become the hero he was not born to be. Can he unmask the killer and their blessing before this bloody crusade reaches the shores of Concordia? Or will the empire as he knows it fall? So, uh, this is a fantasy book for all of you fantasy lovers. Um, you may be interested in this book uh, by Francis White called Voyage of the Damned. It makes its debut January 18th, 2024. This really sounds like a YA book. Um, so it sounds like it should be interesting for those who love fantasy. The next book I I cannot wait to go and purchase this book because this is giving me lifetime movie vibes and I love lifetime. It's called Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. Kubica, I'm so sorry. I am mispronouncing your name. That's so messed up. Um, and it is, it makes its debut January 10th, 2024. And the description reads, Jake Hayes is missing. This much is certain. At first, his wife, Nina, thinks he is blowing off steam at a friend's house after their heated fight the night before. But then a day goes by, two days, five, and Jake is still nowhere to be found. Lily Scott, Nina's friend and co-worker, thinks she may have the last she had made she may have been the last to see jake before he went missing after lily confesses everything to her husband christian the two decide that nobody can find out what happened leading up to jake's disappearance especially not nina but nina is out there looking for her husband and she won't stop until the truth is discovered listen i can't wait to buy this book and i will be reading it like i'm just gonna i'm i just period don't even look for me i will be reading just the nicest couple where is where is three she's reading she's reading the just the nicest couple it makes its debut january 10th 2024 that is actually next next week next uh i want to say friday i have the calendar right in front of me next friday next 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 wednesday it makes its debut next Wednesday. So that is what I will be doing. I will be on the hunt for just the nicest couple. And oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love books like this. I love films like domestic thriller type of films and books and artistry because it's just something crazy about, first of all, the domestic life is just fabulous to me suburbia and all of that jazz and then I think there's like an innocence to suburbia so you don't expect things like that to rock its world that just makes me say dude lean into that lean into that and tell me the story because we all know that a lot goes on in suburbia that is hidden that is swept under the rug so bring it to light for those of us who are on the outside looking in and so, yes, Just the Nicest Couple, Mary Kubica, um, January 10th, 2024. And then finally, um, 
we are the last uh, book on the list is Dead in Long Beach, California by Vanita Blackburn. And it makes its debut January 24th, 2024. I'm sorry, January 23rd, 2024. And the description reads, Coral is the first person to discover her brother Jay's dead body in the wake of his suicide. There's no note, only a poorly furnished bachelor pad in Long Beach, California, and a cell phone with a handful of numbers in it. Coral pockets the phone, and then she starts responding to text as her brother, text messages as her brother, her dead brother. Over the course of one week, Coral, the successful yet lonely author of a hit dystopian novel called Wildfire, becomes increasingly untethered from reality. Blindsided by grief and operating with reckless determination, she doubles and triples down on posing as her brother, risking not only her own sanity, but her relationship with her precocious niece, Khadijah. As Coral's swirl of lies slowly closes in on her, the quirky and mysterious alien world of wildfire becomes enmeshed in her own reality in the process of pushing long buried memories traumas and secrets dangerously into the present um a form shifting and soul crunching chronicle of grief and crisis Benita Blackburn's debut novel Dead in Long Beach California is a fleet-footed marvel of self-discovery and storytelling that implores the depths of humankind's capacity for harm and healing with the daring often hilarious imagination that made her an acclaimed short fiction innovator okay Blackburn crafts a layered page turning reckoning with what it means to be alive dead and somewhere in between now I this book caught my attention admittedly because it is based in Long Beach California and as someone who grew up in the South Bay um Lomita California I know about Long Beach and so it's really cool to come into uh, contact with books that are set in cities that you are familiar with with which you are familiar um and so that was like my whole motivation for like selecting this book um and after reading the description though I I don't know it sounds like a pretty cool book and so it's, it's going to be pretty interesting to see uh Vanita Blackburn how she creates a world um because short story she's a short story writer um and so that will be interesting how she she uses those skills and expands on those skills um to create a novel um or how she's done that and so that makes its debut once again dead in long beach by vanita blackburn makes its debut january 23rd 2024 and i will leave all of the books that i mentioned there were only five that i mentioned in the description below and i want to um encourage you to check them out check them out and see if any of them you know may pique your interest
Well, we have come to the end of our show. I want to thank you all for joining me this week on Sari Reads. I want to encourage you to join me every Wednesday, unless uh, otherwise specified, for updates about books, about uh, articles, about really cool stuff that I've come across and read. Um, And I want to encourage you to follow me on Instagram. Come be my friend on Instagram. And my Instagram page is looking sad and it makes me sad. So come follow me on Instagram. Come check out, uh, go check out Sari Reads on YouTube, where I update, um, that every week with a book review um and what else oh and I'm on TikTok I'm on TikTok because TikTok is for the kids and I'm on there um doing reviews of young adult and middle grade books and um I am so excited for this year of reading um I hope that everyone sets a goal for um reading this year I hope that everyone participates in a reading challenge um and just really sets a goal for how many books they want to read I always encourage people when they tell me you know oh, I'm not that much of a reader if you set out to read one book this year we are still at the beginning of the year this is the second day of January 20 in the year of 2024 um so it's you don't even do that we're oh well it's too late honey please if you set out to read one book this year if you pick that one book and you stick to that and you say you know what I'm gonna take time and I'm gonna read for 20 minutes I'm gonna read for 20 minutes some you know I only have time to read five minutes if you do that every day you will be so amazed at how your life transforms how you you become more of an intellectual you you start asking questions you don't get you know swept away by um every wind and and whatever um because you start to really use your mind and you start to to really have empathy and all of these things that you know we talk about in society what we want but the key to these things is in reading it's in the books it's in your local library so i encourage everyone all of us to set a goal for reading at least one book this year and i will see you hopefully i will see you at the bookstore definitely at a library and anywhere that books are king and i hope to see you with that one book in your hand i'll see you next time bye